We have a five-day podcast streak for you boys. Yes, five days in a row. This is Basket Bros, and I'm your host, Brian. Today, we have a great show for you guys. Today, we're going to talk about Jimmy Butler and the declined extension, Jabari Parker nearing a deal to sign with the Bulls, and my NBA power rankings continue today, where I reveal my 28th team. Now, let's get into the show, guys. Alright guys, so today we're going to start with the whole Jimmy Butler news. So, now as some of you might have heard, the Timberwolves have offered Jimmy Buckets Butler a four-year, $110 million extension, and he declined it. (laughs) I wish I was as good at my job so I could decline $110 million. But what does this mean for the Timberwolves and Butler? To me, absolutely nothing. People have to understand that the guy can sign for $60 million guaranteed more next season. And Butler would be stupid not to wait until then. This will probably be one of Jimmy's last big paydays as he is 28 years old, so he wants to get as much money as he can now. Timberwolves fans should not feel any less comfortable than they did yesterday, even with the reports of him being fed up with young players and wanting to go play in the East with Kyrie Irving. Could these reports be true? Yes. But the declined contract extension does not fuel the fire to these rumors at all. This is just a man trying to get his check as fat as possible before he can't play this game no more. And we should not blame him at all. So anyone thinking that this move shows that he doesn't want to play in Minnesota is ridiculous. And that has no evidence to back up the claim. Jimmy Butler is out here just trying to get his money. You guys have to understand that. This this. Decline extension does not mean he's going to go sign with the Knicks next offseason. Does not mean that Kyrie Irving's going to sign with the Knicks next offseason. As much as you Knicks fans want to think that. You Celtics fans, it does not mean Jimmy Butler is coming to the Celtics. Anyways, you guys don't have any cap space to sign Jimmy Butler. Celtics fans, so stop trying to act like Jimmy Butler is going to come take a huge pay cut like DeMarcus Cousins did. Because Jimmy Butler wants to get paid. Jimmy Butler needs to get paid because he really deserves it. And he's getting on the older side now. Not saying 28 is old, but if he signs a four-year deal, he will be old after this deal. So he wants to get as much money as possible so he doesn't go through the same thing maybe like an Isaiah Thomas did. Isaiah Thomas, if he was a free agent a year earlier, he would have gotten $200 million. And now he's signing for veteran minimum. I'm not saying this is happening to Jimmy Butler. But I am saying a freak injury here and there. You know, the DeMarcus Cousins injury, scaring teams, that could happen to Jimmy. I don't think he's going to take a veteran minimum contract to sign with the Celtics try to win a championship the best bet for the Irving and Butler news would be to go to the Knicks and that is what I think would happen so 6035604979 call me if you have any takes on this segment if you disagree with me call call me tell me what why you disagree tell me If you think that this whole Jimmy Butler contract extension declined means that he's going to the Knicks. He's going to the Celtics. Tell me why. I want to hear it. 603-560-4979. Let's hear your calls. We're going to our next segment here. And we are going to be talking about Jabari 
Parker. Yes, we are going to be talking about the whole news about Jabari Parker and the Chicago Bulls. So Jabari Parker and the Chicago Bulls are nearing an agreement on a long-term contract, Adrian Wojnarowski reports, and that the Milwaukee Bucks will not match this offer, allowing the restricted free agent to go into Chicago. <laughs> wow. I think this is a great pickup for Chicago. I know he has had major injuries with that ACL and other parts of his body, but this is a former 20 points per game score, and if you are rebuilding franchise from the ground like the Bulls are, you've got to take a chance with this all the damn time. Who cares if he doesn't turn out right? You aren't signing any big name max free agents anytime soon. Why not take a chance and see what you have here in Parker? I mean, this man looked like he could be a dominant scorer in the NBA before all of these injuries. And if he is back to his old self, you are looking at a bright young team coming into Chicago, with Levine averaging 20 points a game, Dunn showing potential last season, dropping triple doubles sometimes, you have Wendell Carter dominating the summer league, and now you throw in a young Parker into the mix, and the Bulls are building this team back to its old championship self. They are looking like they are going to be up there with the young teams like the Celtics and the 76ers for years to come. Like, this team, if you think about it, with David Nawaba too coming off the bench, if they re-sign Nawaba, I love this Chicago team for years to come. I am not talking about the near future. This team will not go to the playoffs next season if they sign Parker. That is not what I am saying. Maybe in the East. But I am not saying that it's automatic, like they're going to be a great team. I'm saying in next three or four years, you're building around Parker, Levine, Dunn, Carter. You got another bad draft pick next year. You got like maybe top five. You're looking at a really promising young Bulls team. If you you have Laurie Markinen too. I almost forgot about Laurie Markinen. First team All-NBA, Laurie Markkinen. The stretch four. If he could play the five. He is going to be a dominant scorer in this league. He has offensive skill sets of that seven-footers should not have. It is gross. Laurie Markkinen, throw him in there with Jabari Parker. This Bulls team is looking really, really good if these reports are true. I am in love with this Bulls team if these reports are true. Now, here, I'm going to give you guys some NBA Summer League scores here. Just to keep you guys updated on the whole NBA Summer League. So today we have the Brooklyn Nets and the Indiana Pacers facing off. And the Pacers crushed the Nets today. 116-79. to Wilcox had 22 points and 6 three-pointers. Sims had 21 points to add on to that. Then you got the New York Knicks and the New Orleans Pelicans playing. The Knicks beat the Pelicans 102-83. Robinson had 14 points and 12 rebounds and 5 blocks as your leading scorer. You got the Wizards and the Mavericks playing today. The Mavericks took that one 96-92. Brown had 25 points. Jones and Adams both had 21. You're going to go to San Antonio here. San Antonio versus the Phoenix Suns. And the Suns killed San Antonio, 90-55. to Harrison had six, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 blocks. Now we're going to go to Minnesota versus Denver. Minnesota edges out Nuggets 
83-71. Cousins has 12 points, 6 assists, and 3 steals. Not DeMarcus Cousins. Some other Cousins. We have the Magic and the Thunder going against each other. The Thunder taking this by 2 points. Burton had 17 points and the game-winning floater at the buzzer with his left hand. It was a great shot. Go look it up if you haven't seen it yet. It is worth watching. What a great shot by a young player. We got the Kings and Warriors facing off against each other. Uh, Augusty had 13 points, 11 rebounds, and 3 assists in the win in the win for the Kings. Kings beat the Warriors. You're not going to see that in the regular season, I can tell you that. We have the Hawks and the Clippers facing each other. Hawks beat the Clippers 97-81. Robinson had 20 points. Kaba had 15 rebounds and 4 blocks, dominating the paint. Those are your scores for now. We're going to get into our next segment here. And we're going to be talking about our NBA Power Rankings. Who will be my 28th team? You're going to find out. So here's my last segment of the day. Before I talk about it, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. If you've gotten this far, it means a lot for me. I want to grow this podcast as much as possible. So go follow my Instagram page so you can be updated when I drop a podcast. Do you want to be updated when I drop a podcast? Of course you do. You love the podcast. Come on, follow my Instagram, Basket Bros Podcast. Go give me a follow. I'm at like 175 right now. I want to get to 200 before the end of the week. 200's my goal. So let's get into my fourth segment here. So my number 28 team, they were in the mix for a great score this free agency, and they did not pull the trigger on him. That is Isaiah Thomas. And the team that did not pull the trigger on him was the Orlando Magic. If Orlando Magic signed IT, I think he puts up Boston-type numbers again in his own system. But the, sadly, this will not happen. And the Magic will regret that as they still lack that go-to score. That guy that they can just go to to get a bucket whenever. Their team is full of streaky guys like Evan Fournier, Jonathan Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. That can get hot during the season, but seem to let you down as the year goes on. They are, like, all-stars at one point. All of them can drop 20 points a game for a stretch. And then you just look into the stats the next day and you see them, they drop two points. They're disappointing. Bamba and Isaac are both promising young players, but they cannot be counted on to contribute to a team this year because they're just not developed at the NBA level. I love the coach and Steve Clifford as well, a former NBA Coach of the Year candidate, and I can see him developing Bamba and an Isaac nice as the year goes on, but I don't see it transforming into wins, so that's why the Magic my number 28 team this year. I cannot see the Magic, even in this weak Eastern Conference, taking that 7th or 8th spot in the playoffs. I cannot see it happening. Bo Bamba... Don't get me wrong, Mo Bamba, I love Mo Bamba. He is not going to pull a Ben Simmons and come and change a team overnight. He's not going to pull a Donovan Mitchell and come change a team overnight. He does not have that type of NBA readiness skill. I think the only player in this draft with that type of skill is Luka Doncic. And that's why the Mavericks, if they didn't draft Doncic, they were going to be last in my rankings. Doncic rose them so high. You're going to see them in my rankings. Not soon, because they're, they're kind of high, higher than you would think. Most people would think. So, do I think the Magic are going to have 
a horrible year. Record-wise, of course, they're going to have a horrible year. They're a young team with some young some young players that can contribute, but they're just not going to be a playoff team. I can see that. Will they have a good year developing? Yes, they will. Steve Clifford will develop those players, Bamba and Isaac, tremendously over the season. And I think that's why the Orlando Magic are going to have a good team for years to come. As long as they draft correctly the next couple years. But, for now, the Magic are my 28 team. And that is going to end the podcast for us tonight. I know this was a short one. Not much news to talk about today. And I also have to tell you guys that I probably will not be doing a lot of podcasts next week as I am on vacation. Yes, I am going on vacation But as soon as I get back, we are starting this podcast streak again. We are not stopping. And if any big news happens next week while I'm on vacation, of course I'm going to get on the podcast and I'm going to give it to you guys. I also will be on Instagram to show you guys that I'm active, that I'm not giving up on this thing. So follow my Instagram, Basket Bros Podcast. Give it a follow, turn on post notifications, be notified when I post a podcast. That's going to do it for us tonight. This is Basket Bros. Thank you guys for listening. Peace the fuck out.